Hey, what's up, everybody? This is Joey Calvez. I want to tell you guys a little bit about the Department of Metahuman Affairs. This one is a story about a team led by a retired sidekick, two felons, a failed actor from Broadway, and a reprogrammed cyborg. But their first mission is to stop the criminals who have robbed a bank, and they will have to set the world at ease. You're going to get 180 pages of entertainment action-packed awesomeness right here in the first six issues in a collected hardcover volume one all you got to do is head on over to kickstarter.com and type in the department of metahuman affairs or dma and check it out right now okay everybody i have something really cool to tell you about if you haven't heard yet about anchor it's the easiest way to make a podcast let me explain here it's free. There are creation tools that allow you to record and edit your podcast right from your phone or computer. Anchor will uh, distribute your podcast for you so it can be heard on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Stitcher, and more. You can make money from your podcast with no minimum listenership. It's everything you need to make a podcast in one single place. Now, the way that you can do this is you got to download the free Anchor app or go to anchor.fm and then you can get started it's really fun we just switched over recently here at all too real too and i'm enjoying it so far so be sure to check it out and uh let us know what you think Everybody, <laughs> welcome to the All Too Real Two podcast. Hi, my name is Michael E. Cullen the Second, and with me, as always, is uh, Matthew Haas. Yeah. Hi. Um, what's your greatest memory, everybody? Uh, well, sure as hell isn't watching Tooth Fairy <laughs> Two. <laughs> Anything before watching this movie just now. <laughs> Oh, you can tell from our voices that we're not very happy. This is, this has got to be one of, if not the worst movie I've ever seen in my entire life. And I'm not even, I'm not even joking about that. I, I'm seriously depressed. And again, that's not even being humorous. I, I, I took my medicine this morning. I felt fine. I'm actually more depressed now than I've been in like three months. Just from ninety minutes of watching that pink-clad motherfucker run around grabbing people's teeth. Okay. Uh, okay, everyone. <laughs> Hi. Hi. I'm Mike. 
Oh, I already did that? Yeah, did that? Oh, okay, I did that already, <sighs> didn't I? Yeah, anyways, um, so we watched uh, Tooth Fairy 2, <sighs> starring Dan Whitney, a.k.a. Larry the Cable Guy. Larry the Shit Guy. Larry the no, no, Motherfucker Guy. Let's give him the respect he does. Wait, no. No, he doesn't Anyways, give any respect um, at all. Okay, Larry, um, if you want to be on the show, <clears throat> tough. No. And, um... I'm done being diplomatic about that. No. Yeah, tough, Larry. Tough. Okay, so. All right, in 2010, there was this movie called Tooth Fairy. It was an okay movie. It starred uh, Dwayne The Rock Johnson, Ashley Judd, Julie Andrews, Billy Crystal, Stephen Merchant, uh, Seth MacFarlane. I watched it. Matt hasn't watched it. No. I I enjoyed it. It's kind of forgettable. So, so, so so then we started a podcast (laughs) a few years later (laughs) where we decided that, Hey, let's watch uh, direct video sequels on some movies. And then I realized, Hey, there's a tooth fairy too. And I was like, hey, Matt, let's watch Tooth Fairy 2. I said, sure. And then sometime after that, I died. I don't know when that's going to happen, but I'm I'm almost wishing it would have happened like 90 minutes ago. We are both in purgatory right now, probably. This is our our medium place. Mm -hmm. I joked about it beforehand. I think the only DVD available... Is Tooth Fairy two in our medium place? That's what the yeah, only I mean on the TV on the TV show the good place the medium place the only movie they have to watch is Cannonball Run two. <laughs> I would watch Cannonball Run two five hundred times <laughs> before I ever watched this piece of shit again in my life. <laughs> At least Cannonball Run two has Burt Reynolds. Dom DeLuise and Jamie Farr and other good actors in it. Not Larry the fucking cable guy. <laughs> I don't know what to say, dude. I- I'm punch drunk because of how stupid. I mean, it's not even a funny punch drunk. It's like a, it's like a, an, like Mark Marin talks about boredom with an edge to it when he's listening to Dave Matthews. That, that's the boredom right now. A real sharp fucking edge. I mean, like I. I want to claw something right now. Like, mm-hmm. mm. oh my god! I'm sorry, guys. I know okay. that we usually have good banter right now, but I don't even know. Do you want to? Uh, so, okay, this movie has a plot of some sort. <laughs> okay, the purpose of a tooth fairy is that when a child loses a baby tooth. You know, the kid can place it beneath the pillow <laughs> while it's sleeping. What's with the I don't know. And so, 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 so the kid gets money for the tooth. Okay, we all know this, right? Yes. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. All right. So, according to this movie, tooth fairies live on, you know, kids' happy. Thoughts about tooth fairies or some bullshit like that. Um, <laughs> <laughs> so a really complex system they got going on. Yeah. Uh, anyway, so uh, 
start out this movie where Larry the Cable Guy is with um, a woman far more beautiful than he should ever be with. <laughs> it's the King of Queens scenario, like you yeah. said. Yeah, Na- named Brooke, played by the beautiful Aaron Butte. Or Butte. Oh, wow. I don't know, but her last name. She's a beauty and with the last name, name Butte. B-E-U-T-E. I don't know if that's Butte or Beauty. I don't know what it is. But anyways, she is a rather attractive woman and a decent actress. And she's stuck with this piece of shit. Dan Whitney, a.k.a. Larry the fucking Cable Guy. <laughs> God damn it. God damn it. <laughs> so I haven't even gotten into the plot here. I know. I? It's just- okay. <laughs> So they're on their way to a child's birthday party, like her niece or nephew or some bullshit. Anyways, um, (laughs) there's a contest at the bowling alley. Um, he. Oh, by the way, he's a he's a local professional bowler. So that's that's and a mechanic and a mechanic for a job. Yeah. Yeah. And anyways, there's this car. Nice. Sweet Camaro that you can win. Anyways, he uh, goes to the thing. Um, his name gets pulled. Actually, it doesn't. Somebody else's does. But uh, there's this asshole guy named Beauregard Bo Billings, <laughs> played by David Mackey. And that's the actor's name. You got to give credit where credit is due. Yeah, David, I'm not sure he'd want to take that. But David Mackey. I don't know why you. Agreed to be in this piece of shit. They must have paid you a lot of money. You and Aaron. And anybody else involved in this movie besides Larry the fucking cable guy. So, 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 so anyways. Bo is our typical, you know, asshole, you know, antagonist of the movie. Yeah. He, uh. He says Larry got the, you know, got the. The draw to be the person to try to pull like a per, like like a good game of some sort or something. I don't know. They didn't even really explain Seven this. Seven ten split or, or something yeah, like that. I don't know. I don't know. Both but I, I, he, anyways, he he got it because he slipped on some nacho cheese. That's well, yeah. They did that to calm him down. Yeah, they calmed him down with some nachos. But no, he spilled the nacho cheese on the ground because the fucking idiot had nacho cheese sauce and his fingers didn't realize it as he picked up the fucking bowling ball. And then he uh. Yeah, he slipped on the cheese and and got his seven ten split. Not only that though, he knocked down. Then he all knocked the down pins. all the bowling pins in, in every, every lane. lane in the fucking And oh that was supposed god. to be his God. And that was and he was he was on the news and it was supposed to be his his greatest memory. Greatest memory of his life. Yeah, yeah. Because he was know, he would always watch he recorded it and watched it while eating his bucket of fucking chicken because he's so sad that that's the greatest thing in his life that he's ever remembered is some stupid fucking contest winning a Camaro. It doesn't even work, by the way. After a year of owning it, a year, mm-hmm. and it's already broken down. Or he's just messing with it. Who Whatever. Knows? I don't, I don't know. care. I, no, my, in my mind, it's broken because he's, he broke it because he's an idiot. Any, anyways, to, to, to sum up the uh, rest of the story, as Paul Harvey would say. Anyways, the... Uh, <coughs> oh God! Um, the uh, he wins the Camaro. Hot girl leaves him for 
Beauregard a year later. Let me see. She's with Bo, who's running for mayor or some bullshit. And um, in this town in Florida that they live in. Anyways, he goes to try to try to win her back, helps her out at this after school thing that she volunteers at or works at or runs or does some bullshit there. Hey, I love this movie, man. It's mm. so great. <laughs> no, it's not. Mm. Anyways, um, Larry screws up while visiting and basically tells this kid there's no such thing as the tooth fairy. Kid gets all pissy, tells Brooke that Larry told him that there's no tooth fairy. And like he would, anyone would do that. Mm-hmm. Fucking tattle on some stranger, fucking moron. Yeah. I'm sorry, I don't know. Well, I still remember the exact moment I found out there was no Santa Claus, so... <laughs> oh, yeah? Yeah. Okay. It was this kid who was the older brother of a friend of mine uh-huh. when I was kids, and he, I remember he was wearing a Robin shirt, like, from Batman and Robin. <sighs> don't get me... St- oh, yeah, we'll get to we'll that later. We'll save that for... A- anyways, um... So, so, anyways, the... Because he made a kid not believe in the Tooth Fairy anymore, he's being sentenced to being a Tooth Fairy. Yeah. That's his punishment. For ten, he has to get ten teeth in ten days. And um, I think that was part of the first movie, too. I don't know. I don't remember that one that much. Like I said, it was enjoyable but forgettable. <laughs> and uh, so uh, he has to get these teeth. And Oh, my God. Do we have to go through the plot? Do we no. Really so do basically, he has to get these teeth. He has this, like... Tooth fairy uh, caseworker, mm-hmm. who's this little girl named Nix, who overacts way too much. She has to talk like a brat and enunciate every single word she says. Sorry, I'm angry. We're in a bad place right now. So sorry for her. She's probably a good actress now, but whatever. Yeah, let's hope so. Anyways, <laughs> um. <laughs> For her sake. Um, and uh, Larry um, does stuff. I mean, anyways, he collects teeth. You get your typical, stereotypical moments throughout the movie where, you know, seems like he's maybe gaining back the trust of the hot chick. And then he... Uh, <laughs> then he loses it. Loses her trust. And you got the scheming Beauregard guy just doing stuff to try to make Larry look stupider and you know yep. you basically could probably write this movie if you had a couple minutes yeah, it's, and it's, were you know drunk off your ass anyways um story you've seen like a million times like yeah literally with mm-hmm. a few you know uh unique details but just because something's unique doesn't mean it's mm-hmm. good and obviously this movie right here has proven to me if if there was ever any proof needed that being unique does not automatically mean good no. because this movie was not fucking good and um the uh but basically the consequences of him not catching these te- not catching not getting these teeth is he's going to lose his greatest memory which he originally thinks is him uh winning that bowling miracle bullshit and um winning that Camaro but no, it turns out that his greatest memory is his time with Brooke. Yeah. Which is, you know, heartwarming, I guess. But yeah. But whatever. Aw. Aw, shucks. Aw, he really loved her. Oh, dang. <clears throat> anyways, um, so, uh, anyways, you know, he, he gets the teeth. He gets the girl. She's pregnant a year later. He says he wants to 
help out whenever he can and be a tooth fairy because he enjoyed it or something. And so Nick's uh-huh. like makes him do the tooth fairy shit from time to time. And at the end, he gets help from a fucking pig that was in the movie earlier named Crusher or some bullshit. Yeah, the pig name was Crush. Piglet, sorry. Pig- yeah, Piglet named Crusher. And he would use the piglet as like decoy or whatever during. And then. What's the difference between a pig and a piglet? Well, because a piglet's like a baby pig. Yeah, but it was a year later, and it didn't fucking grow. This movie doesn't make any sense. You no, know? whatever. They, they they didn't. They probably didn't think of that. They just they threw it together. Like you said, they were probably drunk off their ass, and they had a deadline. They're like, you know what? Fuck it. Mm-hmm. This is a five million dollar budget movie. We're gonna make three million dollars off of it. So we've already lost two million just from that alone. Not including how much we had to pay fucking Larry fucking Cable Guy. Unless that was well, part well, of the five million. It, usually too. that's part okay, of the five whatever. That's so, usually part of the budget. Okay, well. Yeah, so like if when a movie costs like 120 million, you know, that's, you know, like in their pain, yeah. you know, an actor 20 million to be in it, that's part of that 120 okay. million. Yeah. Okay, but this was a $5 million movie. Yeah. Yeah, I'm, my, my thing is, is they probably had Larry the Cable Guy under contract and they had to make a movie or something. And, yeah. you know, and this is what they fucking came up with. Hi, folks. This is Michael E. Holland II from the podcast that you're listening to right now, along with manager Matthew Haas. You got promoted? Yes. Damn it. Okay. Anyways, um, folks, uh, do you like the show Superstore? I don't know. I asked the folks and nobody's answering well, me. Because they're not here. Oh, but we love damn it. it. Yeah, we love it, though. Okay, folks, if you like it as much as we do. You're really going to like the Super Story podcast, which is a podcast where Matthew and I go uh, episode by episode and give our little opinions and thoughts on it. Uh, sometimes we have guests, sometimes we don't. Um, just depends on how we're feeling. Yeah. And, uh, you know, so if you like this podcast and like our little crazy banter, then you should definitely check this out. Or I might get sad. And when I get sad, it gets pretty sad. So yeah, I can't deal with him when he's sad. Yeah, no one can really. So um, yeah. So, so check out uh, Super Story Podcast right here, where you get this podcast, Super Story Podcast. And so can I get? To and the- and I, I'm just gonna I'm just gonna say this right yes, now. I'm not trying to be nice to Clary the Cable Guy, by any means. Um, he's annoying, and um, he's a fake. Mm-hmm. He's not really Southern. You know, his name is Dan. You'll. Lawrence, Whitney, not Larry the fucking cable guy. It's like a character he created for some radio fucking bullshit show. And anyways, um, he, uh, but okay, I will tell you this. I did like him in cars. Mm-hmm. I found Mater funny, mm-hmm. but I just had, I, I just had to balance it out a little there. I had to give some good compliment here. I'm not trying to be nice to him because I think he sucks, but, um, <laughs> My conscience just wanted me to admit to the fact that I did like him in Cars. I never saw Cars 2 or 3. I don't really care to either. So, um, <laughs> I don't know. I, so, I don't know what to say. We've been recording for 15 minutes. And this is, okay, so what, maybe we got And talk. I've already gotten through the whole fucking well, plot of the movie. let's <laughs> be more detailed. So, like, uh, okay. let's talk about the great scenes, like, him Sneaking in to a girl's house dressed in all pink with fairy wings, and her parents catch him in the house, breaking and entering, mind you. And their the wife's first instinct is to ask him 
if he's some kind of singing telegram. My question is, even if that were true, why would they just break in someone's house to do this? Like, no one, like, it's not an office. This is someone's home. Like, so if someone says, hey, um, go to my friend's house and sing for them, does that mean that you can just, like, you know, break in through, like, a little shimmy of the lock and wait for them to come home? Like, what does that mean? I don't know. So then he sings terribly and then he tries to sing my eyes have seen the glory i couldn't even finish it it was so fucking terrible and then uh and i think it was the end of that scene i don't know i zoned out and then he comes back later on to get the tooth this time he okay so he when he was trying to impress his ex by volunteering for like the rec center or whatever he brought them a bunch of juice boxes and burritos that he was only giving for himself, which I don't understand, but whatever. So he had like 12 burritos that he was going to eat for himself. 12 burritos at breakfast time. 12. Yeah, I don't know where he puts it all. He's got such a nice, um, yeah. well, well framed yeah. body. And so. Because he ate any room to talk. No, well, no, it's (laughs) it's you're much better than him. But anyway, so um, he eats these burritos, of course, and then he's when he's trying to get a second go of getting the tooth. Now he's having digestive issues because of the fifteen thousand burritos he ate for like breakfast or lunch. So, but then his farts (coughs) are like fairy farts. I don't get, and they make the sound of trumpets. I I don't get it. I don't. I'm not sure what that has to do with anything, but apparently tooth fairies, when they fart, it sounds like trumpets. I guess that's part of the, the, the mythology of that, but whatever. So, but the, but somehow the farts still smell like human farts, which I'm like, okay, so if it, you know, if it has a visualization and it sounds different, why wouldn't fairy farts smell different? But whatever. Okay. So they smell like human farts. And then, um, he eventually hides in the closet in a little girl's bedroom at night and he's not creepy at all not creepy at all dressed as a tooth fairy and his mom calls on the cell phone and he thinks he should take the call in the middle of the night in a little girl's bedroom when there's no noise girl wakes up obviously and then opens the closet door and realize, oh, it's Larry. You, you're the Tooth Fairy. And then they have this nice little moment where he says, "Yeah, blah blah blah." And then he he puts the dust to make her forget. Oh, well, no. By the way, he teaches her this great lesson, and then makes her forget it by giving her the fairy dust that makes her fall asleep. So that was interesting, kind of continuity, right there. Teach someone an important life lesson, and then immediately make them forget about it. But we're talking about Larry the Cable Guy here, so. Um, I'm just trying to fill in details here, dude. Uh, oh, no, so, fine. so then, um, the crusher aspect was he gave him the crusher, the, the piglet, some moon pies that made him fall asleep for some reason. Not sure oh, he why. He put, uh, he put the, oh, okay. the, some kind of fairy dust on So he put the sleeping, like, okay, yeah. so he put that thing, so the piglet would fall, crusher would fall asleep. And then, um, but then later on, uh, the, the caseworker, I guess, um, uh, 
employed Crusher to be by his side to help him as like a decoy and some of his other um, jaunts, I guess, and just to run around to you know distract people while he goes and collects other children's teeth. I don't know. And then, um, so part of this thing is that every time, like, he'll wear normal clothes, if you want to call them normal, um, cable guy, Larry the cable guy normal clothing, I guess, basically just, you know, trashy, cut off, cut off sleeves, just, and, you know, and baseball cap. Basically his, his character of what he thinks a working man, you know, would dress like, because apparently, you know, if you're working class, with, you can't with, like nice With a things. random fish hook on every one right. of his hats. Because if, as we all know, if you're working class, you can't enjoy the finer things in life. You have to be, you know, yeah. happy with, you know, po' boy sandwiches that make you shit ten minutes later because that's the that's the great life, buckets isn't it? Buckets of chicken. It? Don't forget buckets of chicken. I know. It's like, you know, it's like, guess what? The working class likes good shit, too. You know, you don't have to page whatever. Fuck you. So, um, you know, I like to go see the opera. I'm not rich. Does that, you know, does that make me a fraud? No, it makes me a fucking human being. But whatever. So... Anyway, so um, the piglet, okay, so he wears these normal clothing, and then when he's got a new mission, that's suddenly when the magic appears, and then he gets all pink or whatever. So, of course, you know, for humor's, or, you know, want thereof, humor's sake, it always happens at the worst possible time for him, either when he's trying to impress Brooke or whatever, or he... um, Brooke's fiance invited him to go to their wedding shower to kind of prove, like, you know, this is this is what she's given up, you know, type of thing. Some goddamn poor slob, and now she's marrying me, the nice, rich car dealership guy, whatever. So he wears a clip-on tie and a nice shirt, but no jacket, because. This caricature of a person can't dress nice at all for a single occasion. Still wearing like, his baseball cap. Yeah, that's right. He's still he, wearing his, his fucking like, cap. He's like Cabela's cap with a nice little, uh, not, like I said, every one of them has a, fish a, hook. has a fish hook on it. I don't understand why I don't fish, though. It's because so. it's, it's, I don't really fish, so I don't I know. I don't do it, whatever. It's, it's just because it's it's him. It's That's his, he, you know, it's part of his whatever. And then, um, <clears throat> so, he... Um, starts seeing himself change there, and then he goes into the kitchen, and then he prays to his caseworker, who apparently now is a deity, a 12-year-old deity, and um, who's a brat, and over-enunciates her words. And then he, as he's praying to this false god that's going to send him to hell for praying to... <laughs> Sorry. Uh, <clears throat> Don't mean to get all weird religious on you for a second. So totally just make I don't know about you, Matt, but do you want to take a break? Go to some ads. Please. Yeah, let's do that. Try to try to compose ourselves. I I need this. Yeah, we'll we'll be right back after this, folks. Okay, everybody. We're um was it back? We're back, yeah. Yeah, we're back. Yes. Oh my god. Back from the brink. I tried to you know, calm myself down during the break from the what would you call it um the the, the piece of shit that was dude fairy 2 <laughs> yeah this is like a group therapy session for us right here so um hi my name is mike and i watched tooth fairy 2 <laughs> yeah okay anyways welcome mike <laughs> the um so so 
I was looking up on the Internet Movie Database, imdb.com, if you're unfamiliar. Um, some people did gave some interesting reviews of this movie, and I think it's time we read some of those because I can't really think of anything to say myself about this movie anymore, and I just want to give some other people's opinions, you know, people that thought differently of the movie than Matt and I. Why the fuck these people are allowed to write on the internet is beyond... Anyways, okay. So, this lady uh, named Alice, that's all she has listed as her name, gave a 6 out of 10. I mean, it's not the greatest, you know, number review. It's not like a 10 out of 10, which some of these are. But uh, her headline is surprisingly enjoyable. I was looking for a funny, undemanding movie... Something that would cheer up someone recovering from an illness, for instance. Tooth Fairy 2 fits the bill. I am not a huge fan of Larry the Cable Guy, but he does a nice job here working as a quote-unquote temp tooth fairy. He winds up drenched in pink, not his favorite color, but manages to graduate from a 2-2 to overalls. The pink baseball cap is a nice touch. Not only does Larry have a tight deadline to meet with regards to collecting teeth, but he has to win his girlfriend back and convince a kid to believe in the Tooth Fairy again. Does he accomplish this all? Let's just say everything ends happily. This isn't Citizen Kane, but if you're in the mood for it, this is this movie is a lot of fun. If you're in the mood for it. This movie is a lot of fun. Why would she? Recommended. That's what she says here. <laughs> Why would she even bring up Citizen Kane at all with this? My thing is, I love it when people say, oh, well, the movie isn't Citizen Kane or anything, but it's good. You know, people say that all the time. But my thing is, is you should never mention Citizen Kane in a review of Tooth Fairy. Any Tooth Fairy, not even Tooth Fairy 1, but especially not Tooth Fairy fucking 2. <laughs> oh, oh God! <laughs> yeah, that one part though. Uh, uh, what was it? Uh, where she said, um, "What was it?" The uh, oh, something about the someone healing from a sickness. This movie is a fucking sickness. And my thing is, is I think if I was, you know, laying in bed, you know, sick with the flu or something, and somebody's like, "Hey, I got something here to cheer you up." I would pray for the flu to take me. <laughs> you watch Tooth Fairy 2 and feel better when you're... My thing is, is yeah, I would get out of bed really quick. I'd yeah. be like, yeah, turn this fucking shit off so I can go to go to work or whatever. I mean, I'd, I'd rather, you know, go around and get everybody else in the fucking world sick than have to watch this piece of fucking shit again. I mean, I know I'm a filmmaker myself, and people probably hate the movies I made. No, dude. But and and I and I don't want to be disrespectful to another filmmaker. But this movie sucked. I watched it for free, and I want my money back. I don't even know what that fucking means, but I do. <laughs> I think the the best final touch to this is the fact that the. The resolution quality itself was kind of low. It just added to the yeah. surreal aspect to this whole... Yeah, we watched it in like 720p instead of 1080, so that's why. Oh, but yeah. God. 
and that just made it even worse, which is good. Didn't want, didn't want to pay more money for a 1080p version of the fucking movie. Anyways. Um, oh, God. Okay, so here's another review of it. Oh, my God. Okay, this is a 9 out of 10. Oh, my God. From Toon We Play. That's the person's name on on the internet movie database or whatever okay preface to their thing i like larry the cable guy but i don't much appreciate his usual off-color humor even though we are both corn huskers go big red so i was a little apprehensive renting this to watch with my family all right, they wanted to see a good family movie, and they watched this piece of shit. Anyways, oh my god. It is nearly impossible to find a movie that all my kids enjoy, 16, 14, 10, and 5 years old. But in Tooth Fairy 2, they all laughed, and after it was over, my 16-year-old said, That was pretty good. Score! Is it far-fetched? Yes. Is there some dumb humor? Yes. So, while not the best movie I've ever seen, again, I challenge you to find something all my kids enjoyed together. Exceeded my expectations and provided laughs. Thanks. And then underneath that he says, Love the fact that he wore a variety of Cabela's and black shirts, caps, too. Okay. My thing is, is okay, this guy, to give it a 9 out of 10, his only criteria was that his 16, 14, 10, and 5-year-old all enjoyed it. <clears throat> Kill me, Matt. Kill me. <sighs> I might. Maybe. Let's see if there's any... You said there was a 10 out of 10 somewhere in there. Yeah, I'm going to see oh, if I can... God. Find a good 10 out of 10 here to read. Okay, I found one of the 10 out of 10s here. Awesome family fun. This is uh, written by Pumpkin Man. (laughs) On the Internet Movie Database. I thought this movie was hilarious. And just as entertaining as the original. This is one... Of this one may even be better and funnier because of Larry the Cable Guy's country boy humor. Larry Guthrie has had his 15 minutes of fame as a bowling champion. His girlfriend Brooke has left him and now dating Bo, a man who is running for mayor. When Larry accidentally tells Brooke's students not to believe in fairy tales or the tooth fairy, he's sent to fairy world by Nix. He's told to collect ten teeth in ten days or Nix will take away his most cherished memory. If you love slapstick, southern country jokes, and the original movie, you'll definitely love Tooth Fairy 2. Okay, that wasn't really that funny of a review, but it's still somebody out there fucking believes. It's sad. It's sad more than anything, yes. You know what's interesting, too, about the whole... Um, no, go ahead. I'll, I'll go. Oh, no, you go ahead. Okay, so, you know, Bo... 
he's kind of like this um, <clears throat> Duck Dynasty character where inwardly they're actually like really really rich people and stuff but then they put on this like show of like they're like I'm country you know like type of thing like the, yeah okay so Bo is like you know comes from like a family dynasty of like car dealerships or whatever he's like really really independently wealthy and then when he's having like a campaign meeting with like his people I guess he basically tells them that he just talks that way to kind of get votes, which is really interesting because Larry the Cable Guy himself does not talk that way. He's a fucking fraud. And he's from Nebraska, not from the South, and he's doing literally that. But okay, so yeah, I just wanted to put. I thought that was so, a nice taste of irony. I found another ten out of ten here. Come on. Yes. Two of them. Okay. <sighs> All right. This is from Jamie Waters. Is the name of the person? Okay. Anyways, the headline is, It is an amazing family film. It is an amazing family film. I never laughed this hard on a movie before. It is like one of the coolest movies ever. It is really funny. It is a really funny family film. This movie is a must-see movie for everyone to enjoy. I have never seen a movie like this i think you will enjoy this one of a kind movie yeah, that is heartwarming and they spelled heart h-a-r-t <laughs> also by the way there is no punctuation in this by the way i'm kind of adding all that and all the eyes are lowercase anyways um like one of a kind movie that is heartwarming movie that is what i call an outstanding movie this is a must-see movie for everyone i like this movie a lot and i like and i and i hope you like it too this is one sweet funny movie with larry the cable guy which is all capitalized properly not but they never (laughs) capitalize i in in it i i'm really hoping this is a kid that like a six-year-old wrote this (laughs) um this is a must-see movie Go Tooth Fairy 2. You are amazing. This is one big hit. I hope you enjoy this one of a kind adventure. How many times they like say that? you never seen before. Oh, I'm, I'm have... I hope it comes out in 3D now. He just got to be that a I would, that, Now, that would be cool if this movie. <laughs> would this movie be a big hit? This movie is a hoot. This is one laugh out loud movie. I really think you will enjoy this masterpiece of a movie. I have never seen a movie quite like this in my life. It is one sweet and pink movie. I mean, it is really pink. It is just a funny, funny movie. I hope you enjoy, everyone. Was this person like snorting bath salts before they wrote this review? Like this review is funnier than the fucking movie. It is. No, really, it's <laughs> it's untrue. Um, it's, it's, it's objectively untrue. I don't know how anyone could actually. Believe I, I'm really that. hoping this is just a, a, a like a hoax. It's gotta be. It's not a yeah. fucking masterpiece. You have but, to be a fucking idiot to think this movie is a but, masterpiece. But I mean, l- look at that, Matt. It's, it's all just one like bar. There, there's no punctuation whatsoever. It's not even a paragraph thing. It's just like a long thing of text. Yeah. yeah. There's no punctuation. Jeez. That was all. One sentence without a period. Wow. Yeah. Mm-mm. Okay, so... Uh, 
one of a kind. Oh, it's 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 one of a kind. All right, <laughs> doesn't mean it's good. Okay, here's an, here's one that might be serious. It's an eight out of ten. Okay. Okay, and the headline is "Stupid is not in my vocabulary," which is one of the lines in the movie. Mm-hmm. Okay, this is a great movie for kids at that tooth fairy age. Larry the Cable Guy, a caricature individual, commits a faux pas by inadvertently informing a child the tooth fairy is a fairy tale. As penance, he must collect ten teeth, ten days, blah, blah, blah. It's giving away the plot here. Uh, Larry shows he has a big heart and always wants... The humor was geared towards kids. There were no innuendos for adults to ponder. I would think this film is geared more for girls than boys. That's the review. Mm, okay. I don't really think it's really geared <clears throat> towards either. I think I don't. I don't know if this is really geared towards humans. I don't. I think maybe that piglet in the movie might have enjoyed it. That's about it. I'm not really sure. Did bots write this? I don't know. Like internet bots seems like it wrote this. Oh my I don't god! Know. It, no, we don't. We know that bots didn't write it because a real person. God damn it! All right. Um, a real person. Wrote there's this. another eight out of ten. Not bad. Written by Matt Kretz. This wasn't too bad a sequel to the first movie. It's a sequel in name only as Larry the Cable Guy is the tooth fairy here. He lets his love interest down one too many times, ruins a kid's image of the tooth fairy, and winds up having to do time as a tooth fairy. As long as you can come in with not too high expectations, <laughs> you're bound to at least like this one. As Larry the Cable Guy does a decent comic turn, it has its moments, especially with the opening moments at the bowling alley. The scenes of him going around collecting the teeth and the scenes with the kids. The kids who act at circles around Larry the fucking cable guy. Anyways, I'm sorry. That was me adding in. That wasn't in the fucking. Okay. Uh, it was pretty good comic family movie serving as a vehicle for its star. Same as the first film. Eight out of ten. Yeah. Okay. Go go to hell. Sorry. The fuck is wrong with people? People like anything now. It's it's it is. People like any bullshit. Anything is entertainment now. That's entertainment. What I just never. I okay. I I mean, I guess I just never understood the whole blue collar comedy. Um, you know, like appeal. It's bullshit. That's what it is. I keep. That's why I keep saying the only one of them that I even found halfway funny was Ron White. Yeah, and that's just because he wasn't totally. Playing up the whole, oh shucks, I'm a southern boy yeah, he sort wasn't of thing. Patronizing. No. That's the whole thing. Yeah. That's what I've been telling people for years. This whole idea. I know it's, it's like political for a second, but this whole idea that you know working class people are just a bunch of dumb yokels that don't like anything nice. That they could just you know live off of cottage cheese and corn dogs. Well, the, 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 like, the whole you might be a redneck if you like, know bullshit. It's like you know you could be poor and or working class and still actually like like beautiful things or like i don't know have a painting in your house oh god forbid no we can't have Th- that this, it's this, gotta be a gasoline can you know sitting i don't whatever this is my impersonation of every blue collar comedy tour video i've ever seen 
You might be a redneck if get her done. Here's your sign. Get her done. That was it. That's everything. That's all of it. It's fucking stupid. Hey, folks, this is uh, Michael E. Cullen II um, from the podcast that you're listening to right now, along with Matthew Haas. We just wanted to tell you about our great, great podcast Super. called Super. It's called All Too Real. And on that show, what, what do we do, Matt? We, we watch biopics, and then we talk about whether or not the movie matched up with the real story or not. So we, we, It was a lot we, more exciting than that, though. Yeah, so, 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 so we... We analyze the real story and the real story. Get it? Get it? Real. You know? Yeah, they're, they're spelled differently, yeah. folks. You can guess which one I said which way. Uh-huh. Anyways, um, so uh, sometimes we have guests, sometimes we don't. Um, but we uh, talk about great, sh- great, uh, great movies like uh, Shattered Glass yes. and The Social Network and uh, A Futile and Stupid Gesture, among others. Um, those are some of the ones that we've covered so far, and uh, we're going to cover a lot more. So uh, please uh, subscribe on. Stitcher, um, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, wherever you uh, find your great, fun podcasts. And be sure to share it with your friends. Do it. Do it. Do it. And make sure you're not afraid to get all too real. Bye-bye. <laughs> it, is. <laughs> it is. No, really. I agree. That stuff just drives me up the wall, really. I, you know, I come from a working class background. All of my my dad, his dad, his dad before them. None of our family has been rich or upper class or anything like that at all. And I guarantee you, I don't like any of that shit. My dad doesn't like it. I'm guarantee his dad wouldn't like it. So I don't know what fucking blue collar people these people are appealing to. It's certainly no one I have known in my life. So I, I you know, maybe I'm the outlier here. But uh, I, I just don't get it. I don't, I, I don't get it. I come from like four generations of factory workers. I think I can actually talk on this, and not one of them thought any of that kind of stuff was funny. Not one. No, I don't know who it, does. It's, but I I know people that do, and well. I still don't get it. I I've tried to understand them, and I don't get why that's funny. Because, like you said, it's it's playing to the lowest common denominator, yeah. and it's it's basically making fun of the audience that they're trying to appeal to yeah and they, they walk and, home to the bank and run laughing to the bank you know? yeah i mean jeff foxworthy is one of the fucking richest people in the world yeah i'm sure larry the cable guy is well off and all the other guys involved in that i don't even remember their names and don't want to I because i need that space in my brain for something else there was a guy that was basically like jeff foxworthy but a little bit different yeah i mean because there was the guy that there was the guy that did the whole um here's your sign thing that that guy was yeah. part of it yeah i don't even know who I the fuck know. that was and i don't really feel like looking it up no I if don't. it if, if you know who it is don't email me and tell me because i don't care i don't yeah we don't care and plus too but if you want to email me my email is mike at cullenpark.com feel free to email me anything if you disagree with me <laughs> And you have a good reason that you disagree with me. We might read it on the air the next time because we're going to cover another Larry the Cable Guy movie in the future. Oh God damn it! I'm I know. sorry. In a few months, but, yes. Yeah, I know. we're we're gonna we're gonna have to. Um, Jesus. So some am... at some point <clears throat> when we do our Christmas specials, we're probably going to cover Jingle All the Way to, which was another Larry the Cable Guy movie, also directed by Alex Zam. The director of this movie. Just seeing, so that one's probably going to be just as bad as. I don't know though. We'll see. Yeah, it depends because the writer. It's not the same writer, so oh, at least okay. we got that going for us. <laughs> yeah, but uh, of course, you know, he was dealing. This is what he had to deal with, though, too. 
We got we got to think of the context of what he was given. He was given a Larry the Cable, fucking cable guy. So you know, but I mean, <laughs> okay, this guy, he's directing a live action Hong Kong Fooey movie. He directed the live action Woody the Woodpecker movie. Okay. Um, he's directed several, like, made for television or streaming Christmas movies, like A Christmas Prince, A Royal Christmas, and uh, Christmas, f- A Crown for Christmas. Sorry, and then um, but he seems to specialize in directed video sequels. He's also directed you know Jingle All the Way Two, which we've mentioned. The Little Rascals Save the Day, Tooth Fairy 2, which we just are talking about, yeah. unfortunately. <laughs> um, Beverly Hills Chihuahua 2. Um, something called The Haunting Hour. Don't think about it, which I think it's, it's like that. But he's it, Dr. Doolittle Million Dollar Mutts, which is a direct video sequel. Um, Inspector Gadget 2. Yeah. And, uh, yeah. <clears throat> yeah. That's all we have to say. Yeah. Yes. Um, all of those movies will probably, if you want us to, be coming in future episodes of All Too Real, too. <laughs> damn it. This is... I mean, we're going to cover some other different topics. I've got, like, uh, some ideas of talking about uh, television pilots and also some other nice little things. And we also have our little, uh, conspiracy theory episodes from time to time just to make uh make us be able to take a break from uh watching the wonderful world Mm. of direct-to-video sequels you know this guys this is not easy for us and by that i mean i don't mean the time it takes it's not easy mentally and emotionally for us to have to watch these terrible movies for you to hear us talk about them so if anyone would like to sponsor us to kind of help alleviate some of the suffering that we yeah, go through. Yeah, look up our Patreon page. We'll have that up soon, um, if it's not already up. But if you can find everything on CullenPark.com. I'll have everything located there for all of our podcast network and the Cullen Park Productions podcasts. Um, yeah. Even just like 50 cents would feel like, oh, well, you know. 50 we're not, cents will feed this, Matt. We're not. No, wait. No. Yeah, we're not alone here. We're not in some void of existence where the only and, thing that's conscious is Larry the fucking cable guy is a tooth fairy. And and, and if you enjoy our little uh, talks about this too, we are hoping to uh, have nice little uh, incentives on our Patreon pages too, like where you can uh, listen to us and get your own audio commentary to any movie you want. We'll even let you pick the movie too sometimes. I'm, I'm thinking that that'll be a kind of cool, fun yeah, thing yeah. to do. You know, I mean, it doesn't have to be a direct-to-video sequel. It can be anything. I mean, mm. we could... You know, maybe actually a good movie. Yeah, that, that would be nice. But a good movie. Those, those usually aren't as fun to make fun of. They're not, though. No, but <laughs> See, this podcast is good because of how shitty that movie is. I don't think we've been as angry in a long time. Now, I mean, honestly, okay, I thought that George the Jungle 2 was the low point. Oh, I did, too. That was just three weeks ago. Yeah. We've already, we've already broken that three weeks later. Yes. I mean, so, and I mean... I'm sure. I, I'm sure. Like right now, at this moment, I'm thinking it can't get worse. Oh, it will. But it will. It will. It will. It I'm will. sure. I'm sure. It's always it going to get worse. It's like it's and, like the nine layers of hell. I mean, just keep going and down. the thing is, if you pay us enough money, <laughs> maybe one day we can actually make our own direct-to-video sequel. Ooh, that would be sweet. That would be awesome if we could find the get the rights to. <laughs> I don't know. You know, what you know? Be, it would be that that um 
that movie with um, Seth Green with the the rollerblade. Oh, oh, Airborne. You can make Airborne too. That and, would be great. It stars Seth Green in that as like a forty eight year old who's still just <laughs> in Ohio. Sorry. Uh, the, the the guy who starred in that actually the the main character from that is like a painter and oh. uh, and like a and I think he sells houses and stuff down in Texas now. Okay, so well. yeah. Yeah, he, he was interviewed by uh, the um, the great uh, How Did This Get Made podcast, oh, yeah, which is one. one of my favorites. But, um, yeah. Wow. <laughs> so, um, yeah. So, Matt, would you recommend this movie to anyone in the world? Uh, I think that if anyone <clears throat> wants to um, feel bad about themselves for any reason whatsoever, whether they had a really, really good day and they're they're, they're on too much of like a – a social high and they need to be brought down to reality uh this would do the trick and more it would be like it'd be like you know if, if you have a bottle of pills that says take one to two every four to six hours but you took eight uh it would be something like that it would it would it would take you way over the edge from what you needed and hopefully you would be able to um um, come back from that trip but there's no guarantee there's no guarantee that i'm coming back from this i like i'm acting like i'm angry like like this is some act no i'm not even acting i'm actually this pissed off and i don't get angry that much anymore when i was a kid maybe i'm usually a pretty calm dude i write lots lots of crazy shit but i'm never mad yeah. when i write it i am actually livid right now at this movie i i never thought i would actually be mad at a movie but here I am ranting when I should be in bed right now about this stupid fucking Larry the Cable Guy bullshit. But no, I would not recommend this movie to anyone who has any sense of self or any sense of confidence in, in their lives and where they're going and whether or not they have any dreams or career goals or just so, any sense of happiness in their life whatsoever. I would, I would stay to fucking clear from this movie. I have a theory here. I don't know if it's true, but there are people in the world who have like, you know, this sense of like over grandizing their own, you know, capabilities. And they they tend to, you know, think that they're greater than they actually are. Mm -hmm. My feeling is that they only watch movies like these. <laughs> Probably. Because if this is all you watch. You're like, hey, I'm a better person than this Larry guy. I could do this. I could make a movie like this. Yeah, Or it's just like. Hmm. You know, that's the way people are in the world. You know, I could be president someday. I mean, anyways. Um. So. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> oh that's God. Probably his, he's probably watching that right now. Yeah. <laughs> so and my my thing is is I would never recommend this movie to my worst enemy. Like there are people that I don't like that much. Honestly, I would not wish this movie on them. I would be like, hey, you know, watch George of the Jungle 2. Sure. <laughs> go ahead. Watch, uh, you know, Without a Paddle 2. <laughs> God. Watch, uh, I don't know, um, American Pie Band Camp. Actually, that's actually that not a bad actually movie. Actually, was pretty good. Yeah. Anyways. Unfortunately. Um, yeah. <laughs> so my thing is, is uh, watch the buttercream gang too <laughs> that's right um somebody made this movie for five million dollars you know how many good movies i could have made for five million dollars a lot 
Probably like about five million. Anyways, um, <laughs> that were better than this. A no, dollar joke. movie. I'm joking. <laughs> <laughs> I could make at least at least a hundred movies. A ten. Okay. 100, I can yeah. I can make at least a hundred movies for the amount of mo- money that they spent on this movie. Probably that yeah. were would be better than this. Dialogue movie. is good. You don't need a bunch of um, yeah. special effects, especially shitty ones. Honestly, you don't even need dialogue as long as you have a plot. Yeah, that matters. That's not generic. That hasn't been rehashed a million times in every fucking Disney movie or or sitcom out there. I mean, here 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 here's here's this is a very bold statement. I would rather be chained to a chair and made to watch every episode of The Big Bang Theory before I watched <laughs> this movie again. <laughs> That's like over 220 episodes. Yes. <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> I don't feel well, man. I don't either. I'm on edge right now. I'm thinking of making a doctor's appointment. Okay. Yeah. I'm on edge. I'm not sure how I'm going to go to sleep. I'm going to have to. Is there a specific sort of medicine you can take for this? Uh, what? The feeling of despair? Yeah. Yeah, like your depression stuff. I mean, I, I, stuff. I don't think it's helping, man. It's not. I told you. I, I took I took things this morning. I was fine. I was fine before that when we did our other show, and then we watched this, and now I'm on. I'm literally on edge. <laughs> I like like even the political stuff that I get mad about. I'm more mad about this than that, and that's weird. So, no, I would not recommend this movie to anyone. I don't even – don't do it. Even if you're like us and you're trying to make fun of movie, don't even do it for that purpose because if, it will if, still if, backfire. If you're in bed sick. No. Like that person suggested and this is the movie you want to watch. You'll want to get up. Um, I mean – You'll unsick yourself if that's even the word. I, I'd, I'd rather watch – you, you know those channels that just have the, the, the like <laughs> – the like listings of what's showing. Yeah, yeah, I know. Yeah, I just watched that. I used to watch those when I was bored. Just to yeah, see what's on. Yeah, watch the screen move slow, ever so slightly. You know, it, to the next. You know when you turn off the TV and it's just a black screen. Yeah, you better watch that. I find that more funny than or this the movie. fuzz or what's it called? The noise. Yeah, like the um, noise or or like you know, God or like you know. Alex Jones. I think I'd rather no, watch. No, no wait, no. 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 Um, <laughs> that, that fucking lunatic. God, I hate that guy. Yeah. Uh, oh God. Speaking of somebody that created a quote-unquote character, anyways. Yeah, um, okay. There's, there's, a, there's a lot of similarities between Larry the Cable Guy and Alex Jones. Except for, I think I'd rather spend time with Larry the Cable Guy. I, yeah, Honestly, I, don't think I think Larry, I would. He's not crazy mean. No, no. He's not a yeah. I mean, he's stupid. He's not like mean, stupid. I think honestly, yeah, I'd I'd rather spend time hanging out with Larry the Cable Guy, Mister Dan Whitney, than Alex fucking Jones. Yeah. Okay. And again, Dan Whitney, if we've offended you in any way, I'm sorry. Sorry, man. You're a human. I know, but you know what you are. You know what you did here. You 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 know this isn't good. You You know you 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 know this movie was bad. You were probably the times you were laughing in the movie. You were probably laughing at the fact. That, that you're getting paid to do this. That you're like you were basically part of the joke, and you're like, ha ha. I'm at you know people actually think this is funny, ha ha. You know that's how you actually laughed from this movie. So you know what you did. Don't don't act like you know you don't. You're, you're offended because we know he, he's not like the yeah. anyway. But whatever. So anyways, yeah. Damn it. I don't think we took a second break, but that's okay. That's fine. I'm gonna I'm gonna just uh... oh, 
<clears throat> Can I finish? Yeah. Okay. So the final oh, yeah, shit cherry on top of this shit Sunday of a fucking movie. I swear to God. I <clears throat> I I was on edge the entire movie and there was there was lines where I got just this curled up anger ball. Mm, but the last one, I just mm, I wanted to punch the TV. I mean, I, I wanted this dig in there. So, by the way, the writer of the movie is Ben Zazov. Okay, okay. Um, just want to give him credit yeah, where it's due. Sure. Um, so, um, as my colleague Michael said, so official colleague uh, said that he volunteered to um, do. Uh, tooth fairy work whenever anyone else couldn't do it so then he's called to to duty when he's watching the football game and his wife's pregnant she's gonna make chili or something like that so then she um you know tells him he's gotta go and do a mission or whatever and then she gives him crusher the piglet to help him and now they have the ability to fly for some reason which they didn't explain why but whatever so they're flying through the sky and it's got this like you know majestic orchestral music and there's the clouds and it's whatever and then and it's like a starry night it's all beautiful and then larry goes eh, we're we're like a couple of superheroes now hey we're we're <laughs> i can't even want to say <laughs> we're we're like fat man and hogan oh uh, mm, mm, <laughs> god damn i uh, that line Oh, it just grades on my ears. It just so folks, grates, grates. Um, oh. be sure to tune in next time when we have a new podcast. It's going to be called Fat Man and Hogan. <laughs> uh, I don't know what the topic is. I think we just talk about bacon. But um, <laughs> and, and he even knew. See, there was even yeah. self awareness with that because after he goes, he goes, nah. It's like he even knows his character even knows how fucking stupid it is. Oh, and the interesting and, thing though, speaking of bacon, at one point, even after he met the pig that he thinks thinks is cute and he said yeah. one point that he wasn't going to eat pork anymore he's yeah. talking about oh i wonder what my greatest memory was it probably has something to do with bacon oh yeah 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 i remember that like, oh, i love God. bacon yeah okay asshole. okay fucker you gotta talk about that in front of a piglet you fucking piece of shit yeah you, you know fucker like i was saying before like if i if i can if i can the way the way i'm gonna force myself to ever become a vegetarian is i'm gonna have to have a pet of every single animal I'm going to have to farm. I'm going to have to form an emotional attachment. That's what's going to push me over the edge. I can't stare at a piglet's face and hold him in my arms and pet him like a little little baby, little baby, and then be able to eat. No, I would never be able to to eat bacon or any corn dogs or any other bullshit. Same thing with a cow or a chicken or even a fish. Even a little fish with little little eyes that are like blowing bubbles at you like, I'm just trying to watch what you're doing, good sir. You know, no, I can't. I'm sorry. I'm on. The Mountain Dew surging through me. This shitty movie is surging through me. I know I sound like a complete asshole during this one. I'm going to be embarrassed about this podcast probably for the rest of our careers. But I can't help it. This is this is the worst movie I have ever seen in my life. So, folks, just remember. What, what was I going to say? I don't know. <laughs> Anyways, folks, um, I forgot my greatest memory. I forgot mine. Thanks a lot. Yeah, I think this movie wiped my memory of everything in the fucking world. I think, okay, like, I lived 40-some years before this fucking movie. I don't remember any of those years. 
All I remember is the 90 minutes of my life that I wasted watching this fucking movie. Hopefully by the next time we air, I'll have other memories that are better. <laughs> oh. So, anyways, um, <clears throat> folks, hope you have a good night and day or morning or whatever it is that you're doing while you're listening to this great podcast here. And please, whatever you do, when you're done listening to this, do no, not no. watch <laughs> Tooth Fairy 2 unless unless you feel guilty for something and you need to punish yourself. Maybe then do That's it. That's it. That's the only reason. But, uh, all right, I think we're going to sign off now. Yeah. Um, I've uh, been uh, Michael E. Cullen II. And I was Matthew Haas. I don't know who I am anymore, but okay. Bye-bye. Bye. Thanks for listening to All Too Real 2 Podcast, a Cullen Park production. Produced and edited by Michael E. Cullen II. Music by Matthew Haas. Subscribe and share the show. Visit us at CullenPark.com.